And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's fantastic, phenomenal, always fun, usually somewhat fascinating Friday as we head into the weekend. Not being afraid even if the earth gives way or the mountains fall into the seas because our help comes from the Lord. First, even though we are in the book of Job and have covered some specific territory, there are important verses to cover again, and they deserve some deeper contemplation. Job cries out to be taught how awesome that he's humbled himself to ask God for help. He then takes an even better step moving out of his comfort zone by asking for any help whatsoever. But then he does his Job jump into the abyss. It's not always us and the lesson of us being wrong that God is trying to teach us. That's an important part right there. Next, bad Bible brains are visiting us again. In this DDD, Devotional Diamond of the Day, we examine a plethora of Bible verses and quotes that are close, but no cigar. Since I don't smoke cigars, let's just say nice try, but not even close. Or my favorite from Maxwell Smart, missed it by a mile. And people who live in glass houses don't even act actually have Bible verses. That's a little little hint there towards the former president. Uh, finally, we need to pay attention when it's in the Old Testament and the New Testament designed for encouragement and wisdom. We need to pay attention to every verse. But once God has spoken and twice have I heard, Psalm 60 to 11, uh, that applies. We focus on not being shaken, but being glad, which is a great way to live the Christian journey, regardless of the pictures that we see. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Did you like that? It was a nice recovery, wasn't it? Was like, <laughs> yes, sir. Was like I was my, really quick on your feet. <laughs> yeah, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Got away from that. The audience have no idea. Yeah, you're not even clueless. My one sheet of paper was on the other sheet of paper, so when I went to read it, I had to pull it off really fast. Uh, quick update, by the way, from Eric. Lisa's heart is beating good. I didn't tell everybody that Eric is trying to do home administration for uh, or her uh, IV, and uh, I just felt so bad for Lisa. <laughs> Eric's going to play the doctor. Ooh. Anyway, uh, but she's doing good, so that's good. So let's uh, let's uh, keep it going. Uh, bottom line is this, okay? We're going to look at lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Uh, politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations, which are very, very revealing. Spiritual observations. My life's insanities and oy vey. See, that's like my grandma. Oy vey. What is he doing? I don't understand. Blah, blah, call the doctor. That's how my life was. 
Uh, here's the bottom line. We're asking you, what do you think? You can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call that number, what number, Dave? The nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero number you'll end up talking to dynamite d hello lucky person you got the number right because you are talking to kid a dynamite All right, let me tell you what it's like talking to Dynamite D. Talking to Dynamite D is knowing that tomorrow uh, uh, you're going to have four days off starting tomorrow. Hmm. <laughs> and for those who don't understand what I'm talking about, I am not going to be in on Monday and Tuesday, as my wife is not going to be in on Monday and Tuesday at her job, and we are going to spend time together and uh, our attitude is uh, it's a little different than some people, but it is, you know, it is a us against the universe except for God kind of uh, process. And so we just need our time together to hang out together uh, and to be together. And that's exceedingly important. Or all you'll hear me do is uh, say angry things. <laughs> now, I can do that. I can do that all day long, but uh, we don't want that. All right. So anyhow, I will not be here Monday, Tuesday. Great replays are coming, though, so don't don't not listen just because I, I am telling you, most people who listen to a replay go, I didn't catch that one thing, or I didn't catch that one thing, because uh, sometimes we throw a lot of stuff out there. That is what happens. All right, so bottom line to this process is you can reach out to us, and we want you to. Maybe you've got a prayer request, and you just want people to be praying with you and to join their faith. Let's do it. Great venue to do it right here, right now. You don't have to have any attachment. You don't have to be a person who gives. You don't have to do anything. You just either call in, text in, send an email in, and we'll pray. All right? And if you're not comfortable with any of that, you can always go to the website, do it straight off the website. There's a prayer sheet there. And if you just got questions, we got answers, then you just ask us the questions through the website. We'll be glad to get back to you. We don't show anybody that material. We keep everything confidential. The other thing is that maybe you've got a praise report. Something's going on, and the Lord has done this great thing for you, and you know it. And you're just, you know, something inside you is beaming like, oh, man, that is so good that the Lord gave me that graciousness. It could be something small. It could be something large. Nothing, I think, is small because I think whatever the Lord does is large. And so I think behind that, if you want to share that and bless people with that, then do it. If you're not comfortable through the radio, use the website. There's a praise sheet on there. You can tell us. We'll be glad to share it for you. One way or another, if you want to engage, we're here for you to be a blessing as best we can. Oh, yeah, we do trivia. Let's see if you can get this one. When Jesus visited the place where Lazarus had been buried, what did he do? Now, before you answer... I know, I know that Al just sent a, 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 a typo. What did he do? It's the shortest verse in the Bible. Or the shortest verse in John, I suppose. Might be a way to say it. What did Jesus do after he went to see Lazarus? Okay? Okay? 
All right. If you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at he must org. I will give you this other hint that might help you uh, to some degree, and that is uh, if you uh, open up your mail and you get a tax bill, what do you do? <laughs> it's kind of like the same thing. <laughs> Same response. Is somebody ready to answer the trivia question? There you are. All right, let's do it. Send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David. This is John. How are you? I'm doing fine, John. How are you doing? Good. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we prayed for we prayed for Nola just a little bit ago. I don't know if you had a chance to you hear. Did, so. Thank you. No, I didn't. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, we want yeah, everybody praying a... for her. We want to know the updates. The one thing I thought was really good that you sent back to me was that she's eating and getting her strength back, which is important. So right. that's a yes. that's a big key. But they need to be praying for tomorrow for Monday, right? Correct. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're in this with you. Okay. Thank you. You got brother. it, brother. All right. When uh, Jesus visited the place where Lazarus had been buried, what did he do? Uh, he wept. That is correct, Amanda! <laughs> well, that's why I said if you open up your mailbox and you get a tax bill, what do you do? You just cry. <laughs> you just go, oh, that's bad. Right. Yes. Oh, boy. How are you doing, brother? I'm praying for you as well. How are you feeling? How are you hanging in there? I know it's not you directly, but it is you directly. So how are you? I'd say I'm doing pretty well, considering everything. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we're doing okay. All right. Well, we want everybody to be praying for John, for the family. You want to be praying for the mom. You want to be praying for the dad, for Nola. You just want to be praying for that family, that they embrace it together, stand firm together, and find deliverance together. That's right. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome, bro. We love you, man. We love you. We want yeah. you to do well. Thanks. <laughs> love you, too. Enjoy your enthusiasm and personality and jokes and all that kind of good stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, the fact that you like my jokes worries me, but that's okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, let me put it. Some, some of them. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, brother. Oh, Thank you. David, right. thank bless. you for your caring. You got it. God bless you. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I mean, how great is he? This is great. This, you know, that's what I'm talking about. This this is much more important than the other. It's like, well, you got to do this in the show. You got to do this in the show. No, you don't. <laughs> you know, it's just, no, you don't. That's, that's my new attitude. And I'm sticking with this. By the way, I do have a bumper sticker. I did. I put it on the car, but I didn't keep it on the car. The I'm offended that you're offended. Oh, yeah, sticker. yeah. You did say you are going to get that one. <laughs> Should have seen the looks I got. <laughs> Sometimes I put a bumper sticker on there for a short period of time just to see what kind of response I got. <laughs> it's hilarious. All right, we got to do our DNA, and I'm not going to forget to do our DNA. While many of you might think I might forget to do our DNA, I'm not going to because that's more important than me. Is this connecting you to the Lord. So here it is, DNA D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily, just spend time with the Lord. I mean, I don't, it doesn't, there's no legalism there. Don't use it. If, if you're stuck by a clock uh, in everything you do in life, that would be probably the time not to use a clock. 
You know what I'm saying? Because you're in the Lord. And with the Spirit of the Lord is there's freedom. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what he had to say. Doesn't matter if the culture is woke. Doesn't matter if they're politically correct. Who cares? Doesn't matter if the government says you can't say it anymore. Tough. It's like, well, we're going to arrest you. Arrest us. I'm not changing my faith in eternity so that you guys can be happy about your very short-lived victory because it's going to come to an end when my Lord comes crashing through the sky uh, with his armies. And so it's like, that's how it goes. And then A, always be ready to serve, to serve, which means other people do matter. Even though there's times where you just sit there and think, <laughs> there's still you still have to have this component that you have this heart that extends even sometimes to our own sacrifice. And if you want to look for an example, look no further than Jesus Christ, who gave his life up as a ransom for many for the well-being of others. That's all you got to do. All right? That's our DNA. All right, we're at the time, so I'm not going to do this one teach. We'll break. Uh, then we'll come back. we got lots still to cover, but don't worry. It's a fiery show yet to come. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? Isaiah chapter 63, verse 8 through 9 says this. He said... Surely they are my people, sons who will not be false to me. And so he became their savior. In all their distress, he too was distressed. So uh, I want to make sure you understand. We've talked about this before. You've heard some of my testimony. If you want to really get a better hand on my testimony, uh, I'll shamelessly plug the Broken for His Glory book, which contains the testimony, but you can get it for free if you do it through Kindle. And then otherwise it's like seven bucks or something. That's not very much. Uh, it's a kind of a fascinating journey on becoming saved and then going through bad churches or a bad church and then coming back into good church. Right? That's not always easy to do. One of the big premises of the book and of my entire Christian journey is a passage like this, which says, He said, Surely they are my people's sons who will not be false to me. And so he became their savior. And in all their distress, he too was distressed. I think it's important for you and I to understand the level to which God has put himself or placed himself. He's not incomplete without us in the in the theological term that God can exist completely independently and doesn't need us, but he bears with us or connects to us in such a way that he feels with us. And so I think it's important for you and I to grasp that when Paul was on the road to Damascus and then uh, the Lord appears to him, right? And we've talked about this before, you know, knocks him, you know, knocks him uh, off his donkey and blinds him, okay? Now you just have to imagine you're on a donkey, Bammo, you're on the ground, okay? <laughs> okay? Not on a comfy table or a comfy chair or a comfy bed, on the ground, and you're blind. <laughs> so this is a real wake-up call. And then Jesus says to him, Saul, before he becomes Paul, you know, you know, why are you persecuting me? And what does Paul say, Saul say? He says, who are you? <laughs> right? Because this is like, you know, this is, you know, outer limits stuff right here. And then Jesus goes, I'm Jesus whom you're persecuting. 
Ah, but the irony behind that is that Jesus made the identification with the church because Saul was persecuting the church. But Jesus goes, I'm the one you're persecuting. Now see see how he connects himself to the people. If Jesus Welcome back like to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for right. joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. So, yeah, I do kind of put it on people for all of us to be praying, like for Lisa. Like, she still needs prayer, and Nola's going to need prayer coming up, and all the Just keep doing it. And you're thinking, well, how long do we do it? Until until you know, you pray until something happens. Push. Pray until something happens. Okay? That's all. Uh we do have our trivia question. Now listen, I'm telling you. I'm being nice about this. I'm in an excellent mood for some weird reason, because I still have to go to the gym. And I'm kind of not... a wacky Friday, but it's lovely. That's a lovely, wacky Friday. Plus, you're off two days next week. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's not hurting. Uh, okay, this is not as hard. The one coming up after this, I will be surprised if people get it. But, you know, it's something that we will all learn together. Uh, on this one, on this trivia question, who was healed after she touched the edge of Jesus's cloak. Okay, who was healed after she touched the edge of Jesus's cloak? Now, I am going to give acknowledgement when people do get the 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 you know, some of the stuff right, but when people write the person, that's a little thin. <laughs> Just let me see that. Right. Got to get a little, got a little further in there. Okay, all right, great. That's great. Uh, all right, we did our DNA, so we uh, make sure we got that done right. Again, modified schedule next week. Won't be here for Monday, Tuesday. We'll be here Wednesday. Uh, uh, Noel and I are going to go a journey throughout uh, different parts of uh, Texas, uh, in the sense of Irving and you know that area closer to the studio. And I don't know. She she has like a couple of cities that she's already named and we'll be having lunch and we'll be looking at the areas and praying and saying you know what do you want lord what do you want <laughs> and as soon as he tells us we'll go are you sure you give know, us a sign yeah give us a sign you never say i mean that one thing see this is the thing that irritates so charles shirts you did the peanuts concept just a great he's a great guy okay and christian so this whole thing about pet man patty that the whole thing's a lie uh but but he had this other book about this preacher and the preacher i just love this thing he's this preacher's there and he's you know he's he's like oh god show me a sign show me a sign he says like six seven eight times and then the next thing it shows a big you know like a lightning bolt and he's holding a 55 mile an hour speed sign and he goes well i don't know what it means but it's just, it sure makes me feel better <laughs> See, I love stuff like that. <laughs> Who would know this? Okay, trivia question. <laughs> this is, uh, <laughs> I see something like that. I think I think God's laughing at that. Uh, who was healed after she touched the edge of Jesus' cloak? Uh, if you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us. If I can tell you the phone number, 972-445-0770. You can also text 214-210-8483 or send an email, David, at hemustincrease.org. So I want to do this little uh, teach. It's not, a, it's not like a big teach, but we've been in Job, and you know that, but I want to go back to something. 
I did cover it, but I want to cover it a little more in depth. And I'm taking two verses out of chapter 6, and since we've already got past that, I don't think that's a big deal. But I want you to understand what Job says. In, in Job 6.24, he says, Teach me, and I will be silent. Help me understand what I did wrong. Okay, now, so here's the—this is the part right here. The teach me, and I will be silent is genius. Okay? I mean, let's just, you know what, Lord? Just show me. I'll shut up. <laughs> just show me. Okay? I'm going to be silent. You teach me. I'm your kid. You're my dad. Be my dad. Help me. And then he says it. Help me understand. The problem is that that very part right there, he adds a qualifier. And this qualifier is what creates a lot of the problems for some of the further discourse. Remember, he does great chapters 1 and 2. It's 3 through 31, 29 chapters where he doesn't do as, as, as well as he should. He says, teach me and I will be silent. This is Job 6, 24. Help me understand what I did wrong. So teach me. Great. Help me. Great. What did I do wrong that I'm going through this? You know what the answer is? Nothing. <laughs> See, this is, this is what people can't. Are not grasping. And wait, I say this, you're just we're gonna freak out. Ready? <laughs> it's not about you. <laughs> I know you think it's not, it's not about you. It was about God. In other words, Job's thinking it's all about me. And it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, he's bragging about you, but it's about something completely different than you, Job. You're just a point of the story. He's not the story. The story is God's bragging on him. Satan's rebuffing it. They're having an argument. <laughs> it's just like, wow. It's not always about us. Sometimes it's just the Lord's doing something. And specifically, Job wasn't wrong because of what he went through. That's the kick. This is the teaching that the church needs to grow up in. Job wasn't doing something wrong because he was going through the trials. There was something else going on. Now listen to this. In, the, in, in five verses later, listen to what he says. He says, reconsider. Don't be unjust. Reconsider. My righteousness is still the issue. Again, he's wrong. <laughs> See, I want you to understand this. He's wrong again. I know Fonzie couldn't say the word wrong, but I can say it all day long. Here it is. Wrong, 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 wrong. He's thinking, look, my righteousness is still the issue. No, it's not. It is not. The, it's not that you are, uh, are, are in uh, uh, defense of you being a Christian. The trial that you're going through, you don't even know what it's for. That's what the trust in the Lord is all about. Well, I know, but it's so irritating because, I know, just fill in the blank. You don't, I don't even have to sit in the room with you to tell you I can relate to you. But the trouble is that we interpret the things that God allows as something specific that we understand when we don't. And a large part of our problem as Christians is trying to put some kind of skin on something that God has created so that we can identify it and put it in our box. And it's like, that just doesn't work. 
I mean, the Lord, if God loves you, then is he going to allow something to happen to you just because he's bored? And he just wants to see how how high you dance on a hot tin roof kind of thing? I mean, come on. So we, we have to move that part of our brain. In our brain, there's this fortress. And to be quite frankly, it's built on lies, and Satan has built it, and this is about the fortresses in the mind. And the, he builds up this fortress, and it's like, God should be nicer to you. Look at all you've done. Or God should be kinder in this situation because you're so much better than so many others. Or God should be nicer than you because of look at the heart that you have for the Lord and how you in your heart you just hurt so bad for me. And all of these God should be or God should do are all sinful. Every one. Because when we say that, we're sinning. And yet he still chose us. We're sinning because we don't like the way he's doing God's stuff. Remember what, what do you say about the book of Job? What's the biggest principle about the book of Job? Doesn't matter what he says. What's the biggest principle? Job justified himself rather than God. That's the biggest challenge for Christians. Stop justifying yourself. Justify God. Acknowledge God. Trust him even when you don't understand the circumstance. That's the whole point. Didn't it? So I love it what he says. Teach me. I'll be silent. Help me. I want to understand. But it doesn't necessitate you've done something wrong, and it's not your righteousness that's always in play. Maybe he's teaching you about suffering. Wait, wait, this is unbelievable. Because he wants you to reflect Jesus more. (gasps) So maybe it's got nothing to do with anything other than God wants you just to look a little bit more like Jesus, who suffered the ultimate and didn't deserve it. <laughs> right? It's like, oh, ay, ay, ay. did you say in your prayer, oh, Lord, I just want to be like you? <laughs> Didn't you say that? You did too. <laughs> but not that part. Yeah. I want everything you want to give me that's nice. <laughs> that's alerts. Uh, who was healed after she touched the edge of Jesus's cloak? The woman who had been uh, bleeding for 12 years, who had the issue of blood. That was the person who was uh, in her brain just like, man, if I touch his cloak, I'll be healed, which I love. This is a whole teaching that we do about what we call point of contact faith. And it's just like she's just thinking in her brain, I touch, I'm healed. Yeah, faith. Yes, she's just got to have all that, all that confidence, faith, and trust in the Lord in just one moment. Bam, she got healed. And then Jesus healed her socially in every other way, but it's just, it's phenomenal. All right, so we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? 
it couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. Straightforward. Uh, who explained to the crowd at Pentecost, these men are not drunk as you suppose? And the answer is, our hint is, our brother Al. <laughs> is that not the greatest hint ever? It's like the best one ever. All right, we have somebody ready to answer, so let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David. Will Rogers. Hey, how are you, brother? I'm great. I hope you're better. I am. Are you as hot today as you were the other day? Uh, I'm hotter. I just got in a car, and it had not had the air conditioner running. Ah, see, and that's always hard. You get in the car, and you have to get the air going, and it's like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> Moves kind of slow. All right, my brother, here we go. Who said, who explained to the crowd at Pentecost, these men are not drunk, as you suppose? Who said that? Well, I think it was Peter. That is correct, sir. You are right. <laughs> It's when he launched into the sermon about what happened with Jesus and everything. That is correct. They thought that they were all, how these guys are all drunk. And it's like, no, they're filled with the spirit. This is what's going on. I'm going to tell you what's happening. Exactly. I don't know what Al has to do with it, though. Al uh, had guessed famously that the the question the trivia question he said peter when it should have been paul so we have been oh, we have been well, I missed that yeah we've been relentlessly reminding him of that for about 6 months <laughs> <laughs> well we're loving about it that's the key <laughs> oh, thank you brother excellent call excellent job yes sir you have a blessed day all right god bless bye 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 all right let's get to the text <laughs> We're using people in our audience as trivia hints for trivia questions about the Bible. You just can't make this stuff up. It's not possible. The David Spin Experience. On Christ the solid rock I stand. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. This has just been, how fast has this hour gone? It's like very fast. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how fast this stuff goes. It is. And it's just like, okay, Lord. Okay. All right. Time is slipping by. All right. Uh, we have our trivia question. We got a bazillion things. I'm still not going to get to most of them, but that's all right. Here's our next trivia question. This is tougher. Okay. What did I, what did I just, I'm just making sure everybody, this, it, can I say that differently? This is, how should I say this? Tougher. I'm not expecting you to get it, but you should listen to the hint. How many of Jesus' recorded miracles took place on the Sabbath? Okay. Here's your hint. The hint is the Sabbath. Ha! Ha ha ha! Ha ha! 
Thank you. Uh, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. Very good job, Joanne and Cordelia. Picked up on that. Oh, that was really good. Uh, 214-210-8483. That is the text. And then David at hemustincrease.org. Somebody is calling in. Lots of bravery here. I like the the bravery, okay? Good job, Eric. Good good follow-up. Good job, Danny. Everybody's just popping in and doing a great job. Do we have somebody here to answer? Uh, this is just never-ending. Fire them all through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you today? I'm doing well, Gary. Been praying for you specifically because I just I, I know that that's what you need, sustained prayer. How are you feeling, by the way? Well, I'm I'm feeling okay for somebody who can't see too well, and <laughs> crippled and everything. But uh, other than that, I'm I'm doing okay. All right. Well, I want people to just keep on praying for you. Just keep on blessing you. That's what I I pray that that the Lord would just bless you. Just because I don't know, there's just something about you that connects with me, and I just I just love you in the Lord, and I want Him just bless your days. That's what I want. Thank you, and I've been praying for all of you. Uh, we appreciate it deeply. Deeply. All right. This is a pretty good question. I think the hint was kind of helpful. How many of Jesus's recorded miracles took place on the Sabbath? Was it seven? Yes, sir! <laughs> exactly. It was seven. It was there were seven miracles that took place on the Sabbath, and that's why I went with that as a hint, because I would not have gotten that without me reading it. I mean, I, I know a lot of them, but it's just like, I don't think I could have counted it that fast and put that together. Did you know, or was it the hint? No, it was the hint. The yeah. Hint, yeah. It? I mean, I just, when I read that question, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> That's the first thing I said. I don't, I, 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 a lot, right? <laughs> that was yeah. my, my response. Excellent job, brother. Okay. Oh, well, thank you, and, and like I said, I'll continue to pray for all of you. Thank you, and everybody, you continue to pray for our brother Gary. Just pray the Lord blesses his day and fills him with joy, okay, and heals him, okay? All right. Okay, Great. God bless you. You too, brother. Bye-bye. All right, uh, we got that. Don't forget, uh, we did not send you to the website, so we do need to still send you to the website. Uh, don't forget the altered schedule. Now, wh when I tell you that the replays are going to be good, I promise they're going to be good. Okay, because I know, well, I think I know what. <laughs> what do I know? I don't know anything. I think they're good replays. If they're not, then don't listen to them a third time. Is that good? Right? <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, don't forget. And then on the website, it's a place to give. And it's like some people are like, well, is it safe? Yes, it's safe. Yes, it's secure. And yes, we can use the funds. So, yes, <laughs> that's my response. Go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemosincrease.org. Praise report? Hemosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. That's what I'm hoping to do. Have a bounce back, refreshing uh, couple of days off, and then I can bounce back. Was that, was that good? Or is that, mm. Nah, that's not that good. I don't good. know. <laughs> That's not that good. Do. No, no. <laughs> give, me, give me something else. What else? The bouncing noise. What else is that? I thought that was you and your wife. Uh-huh. Got to give me Relaxing. something. Relaxing. Yeah. Eating a hot link sandwich. Okay. <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> 
We talked yesterday. I just said, she said, she goes, you know, we are going to spend time together, and you know, like nothing is going to. It's just like you know, I think the dogs better be careful. That's all I'm gonna say. It's like dogs, you better be careful. You better. <laughs> Yeah, you might be hearing no more than they're used to. All right, uh, I'm going to wait on the history and do that in the next segment. We're going to have to just wait on the humor because it's just – and I have to actually pick which one of these to do. So I'm going to do the reason to rejoice. That's what this is called. This is a DDD called the reason to rejoice. Okay? All right. Acts chapter 2, 25 and 26. This is uh, Peter doing his sermon, and he said, For David said concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me. He is at my right hand that I may not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad, and my tongue rejoiced, and my flesh also will dwell in hope. Peter was quoting Psalm 16. All right? So he says four things that are, you know, obviously superbly significant. I saw the Lord. In this reference point, it, it uh, is often understood as seeing the Lord, seeing the Messiah. But the thing that you have to get is you're going to go through situations and go through tough times. You can go through different elements. But remember what happened when Stephen was being stoned. He looked up into heaven, saw straight through, and could see the throne and Jesus at the right hand of the throne I am telling you, when you're going through the toughest of things or when you're just not sure or when it's going great, keep seeing the Lord. David said, I put the Lord ever before me. I will not be moved. There is this understanding that when you have God set before you in your mind and in your heart and in your vision, everything has less power against you. I, I cannot express that enough, that the things that the enemy has designed to hurt you lose their power when we have a fixed sighting on the Lord. And when David says, uh, I saw the Lord always before me, he's at my right hand, That what that means, just so you can know, I mean, you're, it's got to have a meaning to it. It's not just like, oh, he's right-handed. That's not what he's saying. It's the, the phrase right hand means close. Like close, close. How close? So close that when Jesus told Peter to come out of the water and he was in the boat and then he's on the water and then he starts walking on the water and he sinks and Jesus picks him up. He's so close to him. He picks Peter up out of the water so Peter doesn't drown. Jesus is so close to you. You know that that famous poem about the footprints in the sand? Everybody knows that. That's my son. That's where I carried you. It's like, look, the Lord is never far away from you. The people that think that God, you know, seeded the earth and then went off to other lands to do other stuff, they're nuts. <laughs> that's not nice to say. Okay, they're cuckoo nuts. I don't care. That's wrong. Jesus said, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the age. He makes this commitment in his name. He makes this commitment in his declaration. He makes this commitment. To, to, he tells you you don't have to be uh, discontented because I'm with you. And so you get you put the Lord before you and you never forget he's close. He's not on Pluto checking out what the geography is. Okay? He's right there in your heart. He's seeing your thoughts. He knows everything. 
I saw the Lord. He's at my right hand. Here's it. Here it is. I may not be shaken. What does that mean? We don't have to freak out. <laughs> That's what it means. You don't have to freak out. It's like, okay. Uh, I got a phone call the other day from somebody who's very, very upset. You know, it's the first thing we do. You know what the first thing you tell a person who's very upset? What do you think the first thing it is that you, you say to them? You say, calm down. Take a deep breath, right? When Jesus popped in with the disciples and they were all freaking out, what did he say? Peace. Peace be unto you. And by the way, uh, peace, that word peace, when it talks about it in the Greek, in uh, the fruits of the Spirit, that word means calm or calming. And it's like, look, you don't need to be upset. The Lord is before you. He's so close to you. He's at your right hand. You see him before you. You don't have to freak out. So, well, I don't know how this is going to happen. I don't know what I'm going to do. <gasps> it's okay. How are we going to pay this? In 100 years, it won't matter. What about this? I don't know. But God is with you. And then, then, then he says this, therefore, my heart was glad. Because he's with us, because he's close to us, because we don't have to be shaken, because we don't have to freak out. Hey, I can change this whole scenario from yuck to yay. Ooh, that's a good one. From yuck to yay. Right? From bad to rad. Think about the commitment that the Lord is making. Think about how close he is to you. Listen to this in Hebrews 13, 5. Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. It seems to me that the author of Hebrews had this insight from the Holy Spirit that most people would be freaking out about money and their financial situation. Usually it's... It's, it's relationship, communication, it's money, and it's health. Those are the three. Those are the three. By the way, those are the three leading reasons why marriages succeed and why they fail. Communication, money. <laughs> communication would be involved sex, just so you can know. Uh, money and health. Those are the, it's just like the same thing. And so you, you see this statement from the Lord ahead of time. Keep your life free from money. Be content with what you got. You know why? Why, Lord? Because I'm with you. Well, how does, how does that help me with money? I got big. I got a big wallet. <laughs> oh. God is not only our source, but our resource. God is not only our resource, but our source. Isn't that awesome? It's like, wow. All that from that little bit? Yeah, it's a reason to rejoice. He's close to us. He, he, we keep him before us. We don't have to freak out. We can get through it. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what we need to do. That's what the Lord wants from us. Take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Uh, what can you do? Well, you, you recognize as your brother that just hearing you say that I hoodwinked you is, of course, satisfaction for me alone. So it's not like I need something beyond that. I think that works for me. And it's on the air and it's recorded. Back to the dust with these. The David Spoon Experience. 
Since the dawn of the internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull-oney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon experience? Now, he's crying. Now, I was still of the mindset that men don't cry. Okay, just so you can know. And I'm getting mad because it's my story and he's crying. And I'm thinking, it's my story. Why are you crying? That's what I'm thinking in my mind. And he's crying. I mean, he's apparently a good crier. I don't know what a good crier is. I learned after my dad died, but I, I mean, somewhat. But this is real. You know, he's sobbing. And I'm like, and he looks up at me after he's cried for about a minute and a half. And his eyes are red. And he looks at me and he says, this is how the Lord hurts for you. And that was it. Bam. It was like somebody just took a hammer and broke my hard heart and my, you know, my pride attitude and my, my over arrogance and my, my everything. Looking at that guy, showing me crying and tears and all I could think of was Jesus wept. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Get ready for this trivia question. Now, the answer in this is a Paulinian epistle. Okay, so I just, I just narrowed it down for you greatly. Which New Testament book outside of the Gospels mentions... At least four resurrection appearances of Jesus. Your hint, it is a Paulinian epistle. If you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 as well. You can send an email, david at org. Very good guessing by Joanne and Cordelia. Uh, actually, not, not. It's it's close. So you, you'll understand that hint. It's close. 
<clears throat> All right, so we do have history. I still want to do history because why? Because I took the time to print it out. That's why. Let's do history. Let's go All right, today is Random Acts of Kindness Day, which uh, kindness is a fruit of the Holy Spirit, so just do it. <laughs> Very she, good. I mean, that's solid. Uh, now, let's see if you guys can figure this out. This comes from my mother. Uh, in theory, today is Washington's birthday, therefore it's Birthington's wash day. Interesting. Yeah. All right. What do you got? Uh, National uh, Champion Crab Races Day. I guess they get the crabs together and they put little numbers on them and they race them. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, National Indian Pudding Day. We don't believe in the culture, the appropriation of culture kind of uh, ridiculousness uh, because uh, the the fact of the matter is that – it doesn't matter whether it's Indian. It doesn't matter whether it's uh, of Asian descent. It doesn't matter whether it's of African-American descent. It doesn't matter if it's Scottish descent. In fact, the Scots actually invented fried chicken, so I'd like somebody to just comment about that one time. But the bottom line is we don't believe in that. It's National Indian Pudding Day. That's not the question. The question is, isn't it good? That's what I'm wondering. I was waiting for you to finish. I was like, is it good? I mean, is it good? It's like, well, they invented this. Okay, well, a poke in the eye with a sharp stick could have been invented by anybody, but that's not good. <laughs> you see how that would work? True. Okay. It says the pudding It's a pudding was created by colonists in the New England era in the late 17th century. And it got its name used because it uses cornmeal. <laughs> could be good. Could be could be like a poke in the eye with sharp sticks. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, here you go. 1895 on this day. First reoccurring comic strip character in a newspaper debut. It's called The Yellow Kid by Richard Felton. Uh, 1959, first weather satellite is launched. And this one's the most important. 1934, first color Mary Melody's cartoon entitled Honeymoon Hotel premiered. See, that's like the I first. have no idea. Yes, I know. <laughs> you know, thank you for reminding us that we know what some of those. You know what? Don't talk to me. Okay. <laughs> that's all I got to say. I hope you get phone calls while I'm away. Uh Johnny Carson used to say, may the league of a thousand camels invade your armpits. <laughs> That's a classic. All right, here we go. Uh, our, uh, trivia question. What New Testament book outside the Gospels mentions at least four resurrection appearances of Jesus? Number two. Okay, remember, that's your first thing. Number one, it's a Paulinian epistle. Number two, there's two by the same title. There's a one and two. So now you guys should be able to narrow that down. That's all I can think. So there's a book one, book two, book one, book two. Uh, four mentions on the resurrection. If you think you know, 972-445-0770, is the text, and david at he must org is the email. I probably should have made that last one easier. No, oh, well, what are you going to do? Here you go. This is how we're going to close it out. Psalm 81, verse 10. I still do this. It's so funny that I do this. It says this. So somebody's calling in. It's, uh, uh, I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. Okay? Now, 
I I do a lot of we do have somebody who's gonna answer a trivia question. We're gonna give him a chance and then I'm gonna come back and tell you what I do with this. So send him on through first. All right. Knock knock, this is David. Who am I talking to? Um, you're talking to Deborah. Hi, Deborah. Been praying for you and I'm hoping you're feeling better and you just keep us posted and we will keep praying no matter what, okay? Thank you, and I want to say that I do pray for everybody's name I can remember in the audience. And I was wondering um, about old Troy and uh, Ronnie. Ronnie was one of my favorite trivia heroes besides uh, Joy and Cordelia. (laughs) Ronnie called last week. He called in. So, really? Yeah, so we did hear from him. But Troy, I think, got uh, maybe, I don't know, uh, he uh, hasn't uh, reached out to us in a while. And we hope he's doing well, and we pray that the Lord blesses him. Some people like the show for a while and then go on to other shows, and we understand that. I mean, that's totally. Yeah, I hear him. Yeah, I mean, we just keep praying for him. But but Ronnie called the other week. He's always a blessing. He's, he's great. Great and fun, yes, he is. <laughs> fun to talk to, too. Fun to talk to. All right, here you go. This is a good question, but I, I, I guess it was tough because a lot of people missed it. Which New Testament book outside of the Gospels mentions at least four resurrection appearances of Jesus, a Paulinian book? Uh, you know what? I was thinking Old Testament. I thought it was Corinthians. That is right, though. No, it's First Corinthians. Oh, okay. No, that's correct. First Corinthians mentions four separate resurrection stories in chapter 15. So that's a great, wherever that came from, perfect. Okay, I mean, that was perfect. You should get. You should buy lotto tickets. <laughs> yeah, well, I used to, but I gave up. <laughs> All right, that's good. Good you job. Know, a friend of mine actually... I, I don't mean to take up all your time. That's I just okay. want to tell you this. She uh, she and her husband used to buy the same ticket over and over again, and she thought he bought it one week, and he thought she bought it, and their numbers came up. Oh, my goodness. They're never- yeah, that was about 20 years ago. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> They were so, they were just like looking at each other like, oh no. <laughs> like the Lord going, no. <laughs> All right, well, you have a good weekend. All right, now. you take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. What a delight. <laughs> All right, all right. I only got like three minutes. Let me get this. Okay, so it was, it was Corinthians. Okay, First Corinthians 15. Okay, all right, that's your answer. All right. Psalm 81.10, I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of Egypt. Open wide your mouth and I will fill it. So sometimes I meditate on this verse and that this is absolutely true. I really do do this. I look up to God. And I'm serious. You guys think I'm crazy. And I open my mouth as wide as I can. <laughs> I do. And it's kind of like an act of faith, an expectation. And I know it's goofy. You know what tell me? I, I know. But here's what here's what the passage is saying and here's part of where it connects to us, okay? All right? The Lord is our God, and he delivers us from the Egypts in our lives, right? Different different deserts, different slavery situations, different uh, things that, that just are too much for us. And he can provide anything we need anytime. Keep in mind, they didn't have a Walmart in the desert, and their clothes never ran out. So what does that mean? Well, when you were seven, and then 40 years later, when you're 47, your clothes still fit. Have you considered how that happened? 
uh, there was no Walmart. Thank you. In other words, God kept sustaining them, kept providing them. He can provide anything we need at any time. This is the simple question. Do we believe it? Wait, do we expect it? When we pray, do we open our mouth wide because he can fill it? Now, there are times where I don't do this very well, so don't get you know weird or anything, but there are some times when I'm praying and I just, I just know the Lord's going to do it. Like the faith is higher, the expectation is higher, and and stuff happens. I mean, I, I, I the, my biggest regrets not cataloging everything that's ever happened to me in the forty four years of my faith. I wish I had one of those. People would never believe it. They think it's fiction. It's like it's not. In our lives, expectation produces results because God is the provider and responds to that in us. He can provide anything we need at any time. Do we believe it? And do we expect it? So when you pray in this next 72 hours, expect it. Believe it. Receive it. Okay? All right. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. We're going to be taking a 141-hour break. Nice math. That's math. Uh, And uh, in the meantime, you have a fantastic weekend. Lord bless you. Lord love you. For all the blessing that you give. The views expressed on the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.